Super Talk Mississippi media production. It's a great time to be on the coast, and we love talking about it. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Mayor Kenny Holloway from Ocean Springs. And, you know, when you're the mayor of a coast city, you really never know what you're going to face. I mean, you might be thinking that all your time in the legislature focused on things like capital and infrastructure improvements for the city or where all the game's going to be. But then suddenly something like uh, Carl the Rooster dying ends up sucking a lot of your time. And, you know, you find out how passionate people are. Frankly, I'm not surprised because Ocean Springs has always been a city that's been defined as residents who are super passionate. Um, I do think, you know, aside from the death of of this rooster, uh, I do think that a lot of good will come from it. And the reason why I feel that way is that social media and sort of the, the Internet and the way it works, it's easy for stories like this to become viral organically viral. And what it does is it creates a sense of awareness about the quirkiness of Ocean Springs, like I said a few minutes ago, just like with Key West. Again, let me read this one thing from from the Key West thing that I wrote from uh, by Bonnie Gross. It said, historic, colorful, sort of wild, a little noisy, and occasionally annoying. Well, you could say that about the chickens in Ocean Springs. And people who have been to Key West, they know it is very eclectic. They have a sense of history. It's a walkable community. It's, it's you know obviously you know on the on, it's a, surrounded by water, but Ocean Springs fits a lot of the same descriptions. So I think Carl the Rooster for people who knew the chicken. Frankly, you, you didn't realize how many people knew that chick that rooster. By the way, all these pictures of that people posted on on Facebook. Uh, and on Instagram of uh, the pictures they took of that of that rooster, they loved it, and that's kind of part of the charm of Ocean Springs. So uh, you know, it's a it's a tough moment for some, but I think good will come from it. So we're going to shift gears and move over to my friend, the executive director for Ocean Springs uh, Chamber, and she's involved in tourism in Ocean Springs. And uh, boy, I bet she's heard a lot about this because they see they see the people coming by her office. And uh, they check in, and they have a wonderful little welcome center there. But before, let me just say good morning to you. How are you doing, Cynthia? Good morning. Glad to be here. How are you? So you heard me saying about the mayor of Ocean Springs and how he thought infrastructure and things like that were the things he was going to focus on. But <laughs> I, I would say of you, let me let me tell people an interesting. I, I went with Mila, my my granddaughter, over one morning really early to buy a Walter Anderson blanket for a friend of mine. And uh, we bumped into you and you got a chance to meet Mila and we visited for a few minutes, but you had come over on your day off to feed. It was, a, I think it, the, part, the issue was it was, uh, it had been cold and it might be cold again. At that moment, it was cold, but not too cold. But you had g- come to feed some of the wild cats that, that, that are in the city. Again, another characteristic of, of Key West. You love the animals. So when this happened, you're not surprised at all by the outpouring of love and concern, were you? No, not at all. You know, like you had mentioned about Key West, we get actually we get visitors that come in and say, you guys are like Key West, right? You have roosters. And I'm like, well, we have one, Carl. You know, let me tell you about him. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we people 
tourists do come into town to see that creativity, that natural aspect that we have with our cats and um, we have Carl. Yeah. So what well, Kenny also mentioned to me that a couple of new roosters or chickens had popped up in, in, in downtown that he hadn't seen before. <laughs> so could it be that some people are dropping some off now? Could be. You know, they actually pop up from time to time. You know, Carl was, you know, Carl J was, um, as some people called him, Carl 2.0. You know, we had one before that. And from time to time, you know, we had this rooster that hung out at the depot for a few months, a couple years back. And, of course, when it was cold, you know, Chick Cody helped me get the little dude to, you know, to someone's house for the night. So we really do kind of love our animals. And we do actually have those roosters that just kind of pop up from time to time. But a cool thing that I've always said, people kind of ask that, like, why do you have roosters? Why do you have so many cats? And, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but I usually say, you know, I think it kind of has to do with Walter Anderson's love of nature and animals. He loved cats. His One of his most famous pieces is the rooster. And how natural is that, that that's what we have around town? Well, you know, it is interesting. And again, uh, not to not to overplay the comparison to... Key West, but I mean, obviously, Ernest Hemingway's you know contributions to the city and his love of cats and how that kind of sort of uh, you know I mean many I mean they say actually I say many I say most of the cats that are there now are descendants of the cats that he had there at his home in Key West. Wow! But uh, but you're right. I mean, Walter Anderson, that was a you know it's kind of part of his e eclectic contributions to the city. And uh, so it's not surprising. And it does, it does add, add to the character. Oh, right. It could be annoying at times. And, and, you know, there are issues that arise from time to time. But it is part of that character, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And that's what makes us who we are in Ocean Springs, you know, where we have an artsy vibe, a quirky vibe, as that article mentioned. You know, we just, that's just who we are. And I think it's kind of fitting that those animals, those particular sets of animals have found their love in Ocean Springs. And I would say the whole entire community, um, at least most of the community, loves every single one of them, you know. So you, you get the opportunity to visit with a lot of people because they just pop in from all over the place. I, I often say right there at I-10, there's a giant sucking sound bringing people off of <laughs> I-10 into the city. And uh, certainly, you know, mobile technology enables people to have a sense that, you know, what is Ocean Springs? I want to go check that out. And they find their way to the Welcome Center. Do you find that, yep. they, that, that some know about Carl the Rooster yeah. and the whole recent yeah. story around that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, we haven't had too many people say too much about, you know, what recently happened. We've had schools, we've had kids, just like some of the other places around that have donated photographs of uh, Carl and have contacted us on how can they market this or do this for Carl and things like that. So, yeah, we have had a lot of that over the recent time. But over the last couple of years, oh, yeah, it was probably, I would say maybe once a month that somebody would come in and ask about, we hear you have a rooster. We hear you guys have animals. Or, of course, as you know, right outside of our visitor center, we have the little food bowls and things. So people come, what kind of animals do you have around the visitor center here in downtown? So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it is, it is so interesting that that has been part of what the city has um, enjoyed over all these years. 
You know, one of the things I noticed in in the um, in the wake of of Carl's death, the, the rooster's death, was I saw just more recently a, a bag bagpipe tribute to Carl. Um, yep. you, you've seen this sort of memorial that's popped up there. People are kind of serious about that, aren't they? They are. You know, I mean, that's what people don't understand. You know, he had a certain route that he traveled each day. You know, all the business owners in that area, you know, nobody ever, you know, bothered him. He was just kind of part of the team and be like, oh, there's Carl of a waiters talking to somebody, you know, and it was a part of town. It was part of basically, you know, part of the character of Ocean Springs. And um, the people, the people loved him. And of course, we all did, you know, loved him as well. And he's just kind of, he was just kind of like one of us. <laughs> hey, do you agree with me that good will come from this, that people, as a result of sort of the yeah. viral nature of this story, that people will get introduced to Ocean Springs and really good will come from that? Do you see that as well? I do. I mean, it's sad that we have to say that, you know, that that even had to happen to even do that because people came to town anyway to see Carl when they were in town, they wanted to see Carl. We took travel riders over to his area and pointed Carl out because travel riders wanted to put him in their stories, their articles, things like that. So yeah, you know, I do. I mean, I don't know if it's the right time, you know, for the businesses that actually took care of him to have another Carl in town, but um, it definitely has pulled a lot of the community together during this time, so yeah. And maybe has, you never know. Maybe there'll be maybe there'll be some changes to laws to help protect just those little guys that don't have a voice for themselves that just are just part of the community. Uh, so also, um, do you think uh, the tributes are starting to wane? Are people going on about their business or is there still a buzz around that? Oh, there's definitely a buzz, and I think there's going to be a buzz for a while because you know he was he was a, he he had a cool little character of himself. So no, I think the buzz is going to continue. I think people are going to come up with some creative and cool ways to pay tribute to Carl. Um, and I've already seen some of those. You know, there's a mural going um, on one of the buildings that actually took care of him. So to have him, and I was driving through downtown yesterday on my way home and I just saw on one of the upper floor housings um, I just saw on their porch somebody had put out like a little metal rooster exact same colors as Carl and I was like oh Carl's still here it's, it's just going to add more character to town again I believe that's part of the positive that will come from this sort of not good moment hey when we come back we're going to continue our conversation with uh, Cynthia Dobbs Sutton. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's the latest at the chamber. How does she feel about how things are going? And, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll just, uh, we'll get all the latest. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Dodge Sutton, the executive director from Ocean Springs, she's also heavily involved in tourism there and, uh, you know, a good friend of Coast View. 
it, listen, before we shift gears away from Carl, uh, I'm sure there'll be more conversations about Carl in the future. It's almost like he's been immortalized in a way. And you said, you mentioned that there's a, there's going to be some murals and other trinkets, I think, that, that will memorialize him. And we may, we may be still talking about uh, Carl 10 years from now. Um, but anything else you want to say about that before we shift gears? No, I mean, I just think that he was a big part of the community. I think he actually helped. He was, to me, in our world, he was part of tourism. He was part of what brought people to town and helped experience the eclectic character of town. So um, he will be missed. And um, honestly, of course, wish it didn't happen. But he will be yeah. missed. And it, it's going to be great to see, like you said, all the ways they're going to, you know, keep his spirit alive. Hey, so uh, real quick on the One Coast Awards that happened last week. Um, uh, nice job uh, introducing me. Thank you for, for your kind <laughs> words. Um, but the thing is, I thought that you and, and Paige and Tish and Adele did a great job of sort of masterfully not only passing the baton, but really organizing an event that really kept the, the, the time frame. And, it, you know, nearly 500 people sold out audience. Great opportunity to celebrate uh, leadership. But it was a special event, wasn't it? It was. You know, it was really neat. And I think that it's one of those events that, like, you know, it does bring the whole coast together. And it really does, you know, help elevate leaders. Town. You know, you know, a lot of us think we work really hard and you're doing the best that you can. And when you do something like that to say thank you for being a coast leader, I, I think it just really, like, strengthens the bond of the entire coastal Mississippi area. It really does. I've I've had uh, let's see, Jeremy England, Leonard Papania, and Jace Payne on already, and hope to have the seventeen you know others <laughs> to to talk to each one of them. And it's been real already. Honestly, it's been interesting to me because as we talk about this notion that, that I talked about, we got to fight complacency. We've we've got to really work hard on getting more leaders involved in and you know what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we've got to really fight the status, you know, the, those who want to protect the status quo so we can raise the bar for Coastal Mississippi. It's been great kind of hearing their perspective on those items because, you know, truthfully, most of them, if not all of them, were selected because they represent a segment of leadership in Coastal Mississippi, no matter where that leadership plays out, uh, right. and as, as someone who raises the bar. And right. it's, it's really been interesting hearing them talk about that. It really has been. So um, how are things going at the Chamber these days? Oh, great. Busy. We added some more events to our calendar this year. <laughs> you know, um, our Chamber, of course, is our membership-based. We do our networking. Our business after hours have come back to life. We've had probably almost, you know, a dozen ribbon cuttings so far this year. Businesses are still opening and moving around in Ocean Springs. And then, of course, our Main Street and our Tourism Bureau is kind of where the center of all the events that activity, the preservation, all that is that we do. And um, we've added a few new events to our calendar. We just recently had a Bud and Burgers cooking competition in downtown Ocean Springs. We even had um, a couple of teams, well, at least one team from Biloxi that participated, Ground Zero participated. 
and cooked up a mean burger. So that was really cool that we had there. And then, of course, you know, we're working right on the hills of Taste of Ocean Springs, Food Crawl, May 12th, Blueberry Festival, June 4th. We're going to have Wall Grooming coming back, who came and did haircuts to raise money for adoption. So that's just some of the things that we're doing. We've added a cool networking event called Cappuccino with Cops, where you can hear a presentation from the police chief. We did one of the fire chief. Just kind of finding cool ways to continue to connect the community together and share the creativity of what Ocean Springs has to offer for those that live here, for those that visit, and then, of course, you know, hopefully those that actually will continue to move here. We give out relocation packets probably a dozen a week to people, which we haven't seen that in a while. We've had four motor coaches in town the last couple of months. So business is picking up. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really awesome to hear. And you know what? After you and I, it's easy to forget how much time we spent on Coastview talking about not having this event, but we're going to have this event in a modified way. And we've got to keep people safe and mask or no mask and all the conversation we had during the pandemic. I mean, we, it's hard to believe we spent two years having those conversations. Right. And I think things have changed because of it, whether people see it as good or bad. Like our Taste of Ocean Springs event used to be a wine festival in a small area of downtown. Due to all that that we talked about for COVID and everything, last year we switched it to a walking food crawl. And oh my gosh, that's almost more popular than it has ever been. And and, and that way people get to experience more of the culture of town so you know just like the last story we were talking about covid you know some good things can come out of it things are just different and we all learn and adapt and i think for like taste of ocean springs is it has changed in a cool way due to you know the pandemic it's it's really interesting you 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 talked about that along the way that that the pandemic gave you a chance to kind of rethink some things and be innovative about other things. And you learn some new things yep. that worked. And that's just one example. But anyway, we're coming to the end of our time together. Cynthia, it's been a terrific opportunity to catch up with you. Oh, definitely. Glad to be here. And thank you for all you do to promote the coast. This is Cynthia Dobbs Sutton from the Ocean Spring Chamber. And uh, have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.